In Tune with Naledi Maleo on SAFM. So 557 deaths of young men on the mountain um, thanks to illegal and, uh, and botched circumcisions in our initiation schools. That's what we're talking about this afternoon. And again, the number to give me a call is 0891 I'm joined on the line by Mama Togo Mkwanazi Kaluva, who's the chairperson of the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities, but it's commonly known as the CRL Commission. Mama, good afternoon. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Good afternoon and thanks for having us. I, I have to say, and you, I hope you'll allow me to just be a girl for a moment. Every time I see you on TV, I think, oh, isn't she just the most stylish woman you've ever seen? So, <laughs> I'm really happy to, 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 to talk to you. So this is a very important discussion, right? And, and it's a very difficult one. Um, the, the commission is now urgently you know, going to take up this, this investigation into our initiation schools. But the, the bone of contention has been the members of the commission and how I believe five of them are women. And I don't know if you saw the, the, the response to the makeup of, of the team by um, the Mpumalanga House of Traditional Leaders chairperson, Chief Matibela Mukwena. He says, while it is your mandate to protect our cultures, it's a huge problem when someone, a woman, who has not gone through the traditional practice is asking us questions. We won't accept that in my province, although we will attend these hearings. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, Lucy, our point of departure is that we're not going to be looking where normal things are happening. You know, we're only following the corpses. Hmm. You see, the minute you call a, you know, an ambulance, the minute you call a mortuary van, culture has long stopped there. Mm. Culture is when normal things happen. Once something abnormal happens, you cannot hide behind culture anymore. We're only looking at the deaths and the botched circumcisions. Mm. And we truly believe it's time as women and as mothers, we stand up to defend our sons. No matter how difficult it becomes, one of the things we'll be doing is to look at women and mothers who have lost their children to hear their voices. Because I think we've been drowned out in the cultural arena so that as women we do not participate. But that's one point. But another point is when we were appointed to look at these issues, to be if I'm chairperson of the CRL Commission, they appointed me knowing that I'm a woman. Mm. They didn't say there's a no-go area. Constitutionally, I have the right to deal with anything. I cannot be stopped from doing my work based on gender. Mm. Because that's discrimination. So what they're actually saying is that you can't do your job because you're a woman. That on its own is a constitutional you know, problem. Mm. They, they've staged something that can't be sustained. But we want to stress that we don't intend going into the mountain and disturbing whatever they do there. Hence, we're doing this thing off-season. Mm. No one is up there in the mountain anyway in March. They are all back now. But we really need to find the truth in this thing. And I think what has sustained these deaths, it's all this threats that don't even dare talk about this thing. This is sacred. This is secret. 
it stops being secret and sacred once there's a corpse somewhere, then it's the nation's business. As a nation, we need to say, we cannot be part of this anymore. Mm. We cannot condone this anymore. We need answers urgently, and this needs to stop. These are young, healthy, strong young men who have their whole future in front of them. Mm. They are being literally destroyed, some of them come back traumatized with amputations. Mm. You go there to become a man. You come back with your part, your private part having been amputated. Mm. You're not sure where you stand anymore. Your parent, your mother finds out on the day when everybody's coming back that you've already been buried on top of the mountain. Mm. That can't be something we can stop investigating because... You are a woman. Yeah. And it has stopped being about that. Yeah. I find it interesting, though, that you do say it is intentional because the point is that once a boy has been buried, we can't say that women can't, involved, but can't be involved because someone has lost their son. Now, all initiation schools, I understand, have been suspended. This is pending this, this investigation. Has there been any backlash to the suspension of schools? We only suspended schools in the Sedbang area in ah, Kauteng. Okay. Because things had gone totally out of hand there. Mm. What, what, what was, how bad is the situation in some of these areas? And, and I understand that the Eastern Cape has the highest number of, of deaths. And um, Gauteng specifically, you, you don't hear too much about um, initiation schools. There are very few in this province. What does it look like here in Gauteng? In Gauteng, there are very few, but very problematic. Mm. More problematic than the Eastern Cape. Not in terms of death, but the whole system has been hijacked by criminals. So they take these young people, they abduct them, even when they're going to school or to the shop, whether your, your family practices this culture or not, they take them up to wherever they take them, and then your family is forced to pay money for your upkeep there, 5,000 mm. rents. Mm. And when they come back, families are saying they are traumatized by these children. They come back not as men, but against us. Mm. We've seen evidence. The police have given us evidence. Hence, in December, we said, let's just shut down this whole thing. Let's know you mustn't issue any permits for any initiation schools until we have a full investigation and we then can sift who's doing the right thing, Who's doing the wrong thing? Let the criminals go to jail. Let those that are practicing culture practice it correctly. Yeah, and you've issued, um, you know, calls from from all sorts of stakeholders, really, to come and comment. Government involved. Who is it that you that you've called? We're calling government. We're calling um, Proctor, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs mm-hmm. Health Department. We're calling all governments. In all departments, you know, justice, we're interested in the NPA, we're interested in what SAPS does, because we need to know who is being arrested. Are they going through the system? Have they been sentenced? How many have been sentenced? You know, we also want to find out whether the health department is involved in looking at causes of death of his initiates, and are there procedures legally that would look at how those that are found 
to have done something wrong are taken through the criminal justice system. Mm. Mm. You know, what... Our initial findings are that, you know, when we're asked whether there's someone who has been sentenced in jail that you can go visit, mm. we're told, no, there isn't. You know? oh. We can't find someone for you to go and see in jail. So our sense is that the system has broken down mm. totally as far as these young men are concerned. Oh, it's failing our young men. It's failing our young men. Let's let's get a few calls. The number is 0891-104-207. Again, 0891-104-207. I'm in conversation with Mama Togom Kwanazi Kaluva, who is the chairperson of the CRL Rights Commission. Send SMSs as well to 34701. Um, Kosi Makatuka sends an SMS that says, I grew up with an understanding that initiation takes place in winter when it's not hot the heat does contribute to these deaths. So that's, that's one point that is raised quite often, Mama. And then there's, there's also the issue around whether or not the philosophy of this practice has completely been lost. Um, the fact that the teachings of what happens on the mountain in some areas has been lost. And I wonder what your thoughts are on how we got there. You say it, it, it's the first issue about the seasons. I think the issue of the seasons depends on where you are. Mm. If, for instance, in the Western Cape, we all know it rains throughout winter, day, and you know, so there are many dynamics throughout the country, and those things differ depending on the weather where you are. Mm. And then the, the issue of teachings, it's one of the things we're worried about, that what is this curriculum that is being taught today? One of the things that some women have complained about is that this child lives there respectful. Mm. And when they come back, they look, especially single women who are raising their children on their own, mm. they raise them up to a point, they go there, these kids come back telling them, you are a woman who won't be able to tell me anything. Mm. And you see, this narrative of women can't tell men anything needs to be investigated because if they are teaching them that up there, then the children come back and be a problem for their own mothers who have raised them. Because now, if they are being taught that women are less than men, then how do you expect these young men to differentiate between, okay, she's my mother, maybe I can still continue respecting her. Mm. Or she's just a woman who was taught women are useless. And we need to intervene strategically and critically if we want these young men to come back and be good citizens. And it's time that we start asking the difficult questions and we start trying to say, let's help you develop a curriculum that is constitutional, mm. that respects human rights, that respects the rights of women, that understands that as a citizen, I have a responsibility so that to come back as a better human being mm. who understands who you are and where you are. Yeah. Well, we've got a few callers on the line. I'll take more calls. 0891-104-207. Is it Umzondi in the Western Cape? Umzondi, yes. good afternoon. Yeah. Yes, Mama. Yes, thank you for calling. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man from the Eastern Cape. Oh, Eastern Cape, okay. Yes. First and foremost, uh, People must not hide behind the tradition mm. because the, the very tradition is a tradition. Not, it's not only for men. It's tradition for African people, both mm. mother and the father. 
Yeah. When a man, when I'm in hospital, let's say I'm AG positive, HIV positive, mm. and I can't even clean myself, I told the nurses, the nurses wash those people. And nobody says, no, it's a tradition, the nurse cannot wash. They wash everything, and females. Mm. Now, what is that that changes when it comes to people when they're in the circumcision? Because people who are doing these things are not hygienically orientated. And therefore, it means at the end of the day, these people, they go there, then they go to hospital. So rather than having that situation, then I think the people who are, who, who are orientated towards health are the ones that must be involved in the initiation school. And the people that are doing, like Amakangata and other things, it, 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 traditionally leaders must make sure that one cannot be in Kangata if he's irresponsible himself in mm. the society. Mm, mm. Because what happens, people who are frustrated, who have got psychological problems themselves, they become in Kangata, which is a traditional nurse. How can he be a traditional nurse and yet he cannot even nurse himself? Mm. And as a result, they end up, because they are psychologically, have, they are psychologically disturbed, they take that disturbance to these young men and punish them and make the breeding more and more and the such thing. So the, that, the traditional leaders must not hide behind hide behind tradition. They are, must take full responsibility and make sure that the person who is a traditional nurse, which is in Kangata, is a person who is coming from a society and who is respected from the society. Yeah. A person who is not, I mean, to take a drunkard, and that drunkard drinks and drinks in the location when he's drunk, he goes down because he has got a problem with me, the father of that child. Then he punishes that child in the traditional land of, in, in, in that class that comes in school. And this is how these things happen. Mm. And the law of our country is too much, uh, is too much uh, moderate on criminals. Mm. Yeah, Mzwanja, thanks for calling. You see, and, and you're raising an important point. The process of vetting of our traditional nurses, does it actually take place? How should it take place? Moses is in Kariso. Moses, good afternoon. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, I'm well. Thanks for yeah, calling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this issue. Um, South Africa, is, uh, it's, uh, we, have, uh, we respect our cultures. Mm. We're from uh, many cultures and the thing is, <clears throat> um, this thing of uh, people doing such things, it's like uh, we have to, regi- uh, if they register all initiation schools and then, uh, uh, and then try by all means to see, to, see uh, to control the number of people who are in charge of such schools, and then uh, maybe by training them, mm. making sure that they understand Everything that is happening there, anything that they do, they have to be, uh, they have to understand uh, what they are doing. Mm. So we we're trying to like uh, decrease the number of uh, uh, gang stars that uh, think money. I mean, they they are after money. They need they just need money, and then they destroy our cultures. Mm. So we are worried about the loss of lives there because people need money and then they need it in a, a very dangerous way, destroying everything, destroying uh, our cultures and our, our lives. So I think uh, 
that will happen. That, that will help us. Mm, yeah, Moses, thanks. Thanks for calling. You see some interesting suggestions that are coming from the listeners, and I'll take more. 0891104207. My daughter sends an SMS that says, In the past, if the initiate had died, he was buried on the mountain, and it was said that he was left behind. Now, I, I suppose the argument here, uh, Mam Togo, is that it is actually traditional that if a boy dies, it means he has failed in the process of becoming a man and must then be left on the mountain. And and you, you argue, your response to that is what? Our response to that is that we have laws in this country. Mm. Maybe 500 years ago, yes, when we didn't have a constitution. When he dies as a process, the, the you know, the system needs to know what died of what what happened? Mm. You need to be registered as someone who has died. You 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 know there's a post mortem issue, there's an inquest issue. So there's no room. You see the the constitution doesn't exclude mountains and forests. Mm. It's wall to wall. The laws of this country are wall to wall. And the constitution is very clear, you have a right to enjoy your culture, but it mustn't violate the Bill of Rights. The basis for the Bill of Rights is your right to life. That is all that you need. Once you lose that, then you have nothing. So we need to operate within the law, within the Constitution. Mm. We cannot operate like we're doing so many years ago. Things have changed now. Yeah. Uh, One more call. Tony is in KZN. Tony, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Mm. Um, just wanted to say a couple of things. Let me just turn that radio down. It won't sure, take please, a second. Please, please. Um, right. Um, do you know that um, in all cultures you have circumcision? For argument's sake, um, uh, in the Jewish faith, it's done um, within the first three days before the mother even brings the male child home. Mm. But my, my um, answer to this is it's not circumcision being done. This is not culture. This is tribalism. And I've seen so much of it in the Eastern Transvaal as a farmer. And these young strapping boys, they come back and they just are never the same. Um, that's it. Thanks very much for taking my call. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for calling. Have a good weekend yourself. All right, I'm going to take the very, very last one. Silo um, is in Mukopani. Silo, good afternoon. Thanks, Nali, and thanks for taking my call. Look, just now the, the problem here, I think, which is the constitution... Um, undermined by the culture or the tradition. Because if 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 I look at this issue, we we young guys die each and every year mm. and we talk about this and nothing happened to anyone. So my question is is the culture on top of the constitution? If so if not then we are failing as uh, government officials and so forth because people are not held accountable for such. I think this is murder. Mm. We cannot call um, uh, um, by accident. It is pure murder. So we need to know in terms of culture and constitutionality, which one should we go with it? Because we cannot go with culture when people die. Yeah.
And, and that's that's the challenge, right? And, and what makes it even more difficult, Silo, thanks for calling in. Thank you, Smadid. Yeah, what, what makes it even more difficult is that now it's starting to feel like culture is at loggerheads with our constitution. Um, but we have the, the CRL Commission to really interrogate some of these issues and hold those that need to be held accountable will then be held accountable. So what happens at the end of this investigation, Mama? Because th- then the concern is we're going to bring everybody into the room, we'll see the interviews on the news and say, wow, okay, that's happening that's coming out and then you think at the end of it then what who who is held accountable and the real question is how can they be held accountable ma'am you said at the end we're going to write a report with the recommendations like all other chapter nine institutions in terms of what needs to happen moving forward one of the things we're very sure of is that we we need to go back into the system as far back as we can go to say how how come people were never held accountable? Mm. What were the problems? So that as we move forward, we ensure that whoever is responsible accounts for it. And of course, if whatever the uh, traditional leaders or government or whomsoever are not happy, they can always go to the High Court and challenge our report. Mm. And then they'll have to say why they think this, whatever is happening, is good enough and needs to continue. But one thing we need to tell the public is that the issue of the Constitution, it overrides everything. Otherwise, we'll have chaos in the country. We need to have one book we all read from. And that applies to traditional leaders. It applies to cultural practitioners, religious practitioners, and everybody. And what we're trying to do as the Sarah Rights Commission is to fulfill the spirit of the Constitution, because they're a constitutional body, to start saying, let's not hide behind culture and religion and say there's a no-go area. Mm. There is nothing that is a no-go area. The Constitution is our only pillar, and we're a country that is governed by a rule of law. Let's all comply. Let's all do the correct thing. But let the system be brave enough to say, if you are wrong, even when you are practicing your culture and you go against the Constitution and the laws, we will deal with you. And I think the fear has always been, this is a sensitive area, Mm. let's not touch it. Yeah, we've been watching the CRL Commission do your work recently, and we understand that it's also one of the le- it's it, in fact is the least funded Chapter Nine institution in the country. I don't know what conversations you're having with with Treasury to ensure that you you're able to to get a bigger budget because you are the least funded and possibly one of the most important um, Chapter Nine institutions in terms of protecting our faith uh, as South Africans. I think you see when we deal with issues of people who are already marginalised. Treasury looks at you differently. We've asked Treasury, we'll ask, we've asked the Portfolio Committee, we've asked COCTA, whom our funding goes through. We haven't been able to succeed at all. Mm. And we're hoping at some point, you know, society needs to take a stand as to how are these people supposed to be looking after people who are in villages and townships everywhere when they're based in Johannesburg. Mm. We don't even have provincial offices. We're supposed to be having a presence everywhere because our people are not your, you know, Facebook types and email Mm. types. Mm. You need face-to-face with them. And we're being paralyzed by lack of funding 
for us to get to the people, for them to be able to bring these issues to the Sarah Commission, for the Sarah Commission to defend their rights. Yeah, well, I, I really hope that you, you're able to resolve that, Mama. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thanks a lot for having us. All right, that's uh, Mama Togo Mkwanazi Kaluva, chairperson of the CRL Rights Commission. That's the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. And it's important that a structure like this one is, is, is adequately funded. We talk so much about the remorality of our country. When you have a Chapter 9 institution that essentially is there to, to facilitate the work that is being done in a moral space, that needs its funding as well.